Welcome to the Basically Brown Podcast. We're back for another week. We're your hosts. My name is Stephanie. And I'm Shakira. And we're two girls who are brown, and that's basically the podcast. So let's kick it off. Shakira, how's it going? How's it going? <laughs> um, so this week is, look, every week is getting better and better, except for like, it's getting towards the end of the month, so towards the end of the month, it really gets stressful at work, so um, it's really, I really need to do more um, stress relieving type of things, um, but other than that, like, I feel good, happy, getting stuff done, so how's your week? Um, my week was, it's surprisingly been pretty cool this week. Um Yesterday, I got okay. I've had a smoothie maker for a while. Well, a blender. I've had a blender, and I was gonna put alcoholic drinks in it. But since we've been doing this podcast, I was like, you know what? No, I need to practice what we're trying to preach here and do something positive with it. So I put some smoothies in there. And <laughs> <laughs> so yesterday, I went to Kroger and got some a bunch of stuff that I didn't need and and start mixing it up. And yes, today I made a really good smoothie. It was like blackberries that were on sale that they're probably trying to get rid of anyway. And some strawberries and a banana, some almond milk and some granola. So I had that this morning. I was feeling like super geeked. I was happy. I was like, yeah, I'm doing something positive for myself. And then my lunch hour happened and I came home and (laughs) you know what happens when I come home. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so I tried to be positive this week and do something good for myself. Um, That's what's up. Yeah. It was every time. I need to start writing down things I have to tell you because there was something else I had to tell you that really grinded my gears this week, and I can't remember what it was. So, but other than that, my week was good. I'm ready for the weekend. It's almost here. I feel you. Okay, well, you know what time it is. It's time where we discuss our Boston Wild Brown bosses who are doing the thing. Shakira. <laughs> okay, so I have, <laughs> um, her name is Celeste, and her business is Life Empowered, and it's a coach, it's a, she's a life coach, so um, her mission is through coaching, motivation, and teaching various topics, Life Empowered will provide you with tools and resources needed to move into a fulfilling life. So basically, she's going to help you get your get your stuff together where you want to get it together at um, and help you be a better you. So you can find her at www.celestecuffy.com c-e-l-e-s-t-e-c-u-f-f-i-e.com um and all of that information will be posted in this episode who you got um okay i have lorena abraham and she is she's not the brown you're thinking of she's hispanic but they're technically they're not they're technically brown Everybody's brown, so we highlight <laughs> all brown in the uh, Basically Brown podcast. Anyway, her and her husband, Abdallah, opened a Mexican buffet, and it um, 
they actually had a Peruvian restaurant in Fairview Heights, Illinois, which was super good, really personal place. Um, so they're opening a Mexican buffet now, and everything is like under 10 bucks, but it's homemade, authentic Mexican food. I can't stress that enough. I love a good, authentic Mexican place. What's authentic, Stephanie, you may ask? Hmm, I'm <laughs> glad you asked that. I, me personally, I love cow tongue tacos, and I feel like if you don't serve taco de lengua at your restaurant, you're not real to me. You're not real. You fake like a like you fake pledged on the line. That's what you are. You fake. <laughs> so this buffet is gonna have wood fired chicken, lamb, pork ribs. It's gonna be delicious. Oh, I lied. Dinners cost fourteen dollars per person. So scratch that. So okay. <laughs> It's cheaper than Golden Corral, okay? And it's authentic, <laughs> authentic food. And I know when they had their Peruvian restaurant, it was really popular. Like, it was in a, it was behind a gas station. Like, you walked in the gas station, but the restaurant was in there too. But it was super good. And just check them out. Their info will be posted on the podcast links, but they're located in Fairview Heights, Illinois. Um, Hey, I... The, you're basically you're uh your brown boss. I think I want to touch on that for a minute because I think that's pretty cool. Like somebody taking their like your purpose in life is to get people's lives together, and I think that's pretty awesome. I just want to point that out. Yeah, like, I think it's pretty cool too. Yeah, like helping people out. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'm still getting things up, so I forgot the transition. Oh, I got something I got to say. So, this week on Facebook, I was perusing, because that's what I do sometimes during my lunch break. I was perusing. I saw some some poor lady outside of, she was in a restaurant, but across was a Chick, uh, not Chick-fil-A, a KFC. Chick-fil-A has too much class for this. A KFC um, was across the way. And this nice lady in her nice little dress looked at her, this man that she was dating, got down on her knee and pulled out a box, (laughs) opened that box, and the man put his left hand over his mouth and said, oh my gosh. And people were just standing around, and she asked this man, would he marry her? He stuck out his left hand, took his right hand, put it over his mouth, still in shock, put the ring on his finger, and then held his finger up to the world to see after he said yes to this woman. And you know what? And I'm bringing this up. I have never, the only people I see do this is brown women. Sis. For the sis who's thinking about doing this, for the sis who just put her to blast deposit down at K's and just picked up her ring, got it shined nicely, or Zales, whatever. Get your ass up off the floor. Stop this shit. And I don't want this part ended. Stop this shit. No. Why are we the only... I've seen this like three times. Have you ever seen this shit? I've seen it a lot. And <laughs> absolutely not. I, I, I stand behind what it says where a man that finds a woman, if he ain't found me yet or he ain't ready, he ain't the one for me get or we ain't ready like absolutely not you hear that dora quit trying to explore (laughs) and go find these i 
I I'm I'm very old school. Like I've been I've been seeing in that aspect. I've been seeing a lot of stuff lately um with like you know the 2000 or well, I don't know what who they are. But whatever like I've been seeing a lot of stuff lately um of women shooting a shot, asking men out on a date, um getting down on one knee. And I see, I see like people saying, yeah, because maybe sometimes the guy don't know or whatever, whatever. But I stand behind what I say when I say a man that finds a woman, I'm not getting on my knee. On your knee, though, like she, if if I'm wearing a ponytail, I hope someone pulls it. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you never have to worry, friend. You'll pull it before we get there. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but, like, no, absolutely not. Oh, my gosh. You know what? It's funny that you mentioned women shooting their shot. I'm going to send you something off air. There's this woman who, he, this man, and I listen to it, like, every morning because it's actually my, um, it's my, like, it's not my alarm, but it's my timer because it's, like, eight minutes long. And this woman is like begging this man to leave his baby mama and his kids and be with her. She has been dating him for three months, well, seeing him for three months, and offers to pay his child support, help him out with the child support. If his baby mama put him on child support, she would help him out if he came and lived with her. Who? My spidey senses, like, <laughs> what? You're crazy. Have you lost your mind? There's nothing in this world that would make me get down on my knee and propose to a man absolutely no absolutely not and we've got to stop i don't understand brown woman you're enough like you're enough there's ain't nothing a dude could say to me that say hey babe you know just for fun (laughs) no i'm not getting on my knees and proposing to no to no grown grown man and you do not see other races do I've never yeah I've never seen other colors doing it stop it like stop it yeah I I'm not with it at all Uh, not at all like why I don't you know I've I got problems in self-esteem sometimes I feel like my well most of the time I feel like my nose is too big in life and Everybody has their own flaws, but there is nothing in my spirit that will ever make me feel like, as a woman, I need to get down on a knee and propose to a man and ask a man to marry me. And I, you, the the way I sent this stuff to you, the way the man turned around, like, like he was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> like, sir, have you lost your mind? Yeah. You know what? If I if I ever decided to get down on my knee and propose, um. I'm taking it back to the 19, like, 1940s, 1950s. Okay, so you want to be the woman? I'm going to treat you like a woman. Where my food at? Oh, food ain't the way I want it? I'm smacking people around. I'm going to be the, I'm going to be, Ike Turner ain't seen nothing. Ain't I got can't. nothing on me. I promise you. Because it's just, it's just insane. Like, and I'm standing up right now because I'm so mad. And I'm bawling at my little <laughs> fist. Like, I wish I was at I wish I happened to be there at the time that she was there and she had braids. I would have yanked her by her braids. Get up off the ground. Yeah. I I, I don't like I don't, like again, I mean, I know there's a lot of women shooting their shot, 
But if you were to come to me and say, hey, I'm thinking about proposing to my man, like, <laughs> I'm getting in the car, I'm going to go get Miss Hubbard, and we're coming. Like, no. <laughs> Mama Hubbard, like, come on. So she got to go to the hospital. <laughs> Girl, my mom, mom would have said no. One time, she thought that somebody, I'm not going to say his name, she thought that somebody hit me because I sent her a picture of me and I had like a, a bruise on my face, I had like a black eye. It was something else that happened to me, but um, I won't say in my air. Anyway, she thought he did it to me. My mother had me go on to MapQuest and Google MapQuest how long it would take for her to walk from here <laughs> from where she's at to where I'm at because that's how, that's what she wanted to do. And she was... She, Mama OG Triple OG, she ain't going for that. I wish I would. I mean, just just in general, even your mama. Let me let me call your mama and say, "Hey, Shakira said she's about to propose to." (laughs) No, yeah, no. Mama James will call me. Girl, what's going on right now? Well, Stephanie just said, (laughs) yeah. And I would let her say, yeah, go ahead and say my name because I want you to know that I called. Yes, because <laughs> I care. I'm a friend. Absolutely not. So we're moving right along because I think we want to spend a little time on our brown bag talk. Yes. I guess for our brown bag talk is what would you do if someone always asks you for something every time they see you like whether it's money or something you're wearing or something you have like whatever a ride to the store um I feel like I don't know what I feel like I sometimes I have a hard time saying no to people I know I had this hard exterior about myself, but sometimes I get really, oh, well, you know, just this one time, I'll do it, I'll do that, or the third. Um, I I don't know how I'd handle that, and especially, like, with it being, if it's somebody, like, a family member or something, I'm very, I'm very just lenient with everything, but, hmm. I feel that. I I mean, but why do you think it's harder to tell family no? Like, if if family were to know that, I mean, I'm sure family knows that, like, you wouldn't turn your family down or turn them away. So do you think in that case that they may, like, take advantage of that fact? Absolutely. Like, and I'm not. I'm speaking of families in general. Uh, please, nobody from my family get on me like, oh, you talk- <laughs> no, I'm not talking about you. Yes, about yes, please. disclaimer. <laughs> please, don't, uh, please don't get on my line. Um, but no, family t- tends to take advantage the most because why? Well, you, family is the most gossiping. So you think about, you know, people in your family telling other people in your family when they're just having general, maybe a Sunday conversation. Oh, well, you know, how's, how's Shakira doing? And, you know, parents, parents are the worst because they're so proud. They're so proud. 
girl, you know, you know she just got a raise on her check. What? She's got a raise. Then the next thing you know, you see a sad Facebook post about <laughs> <laughs> how money was lost. You can't find it. And it's the holiday time. You don't know how the presents are going to get under the tree. And the dog needs electricity. And what am I going to do? Like, that's, that's life. <laughs> with family it really is and you know you want you want people in your family to be proud of you but how do you can you tell people in your family like not you know don't tell nobody you know they're still they're still family like everybody's still family but can you tell some of your family not to tell the other part of your family like how does that work I, I don't know if it works because like in some ways I just feel like either it just slips out or they just don't care. Like, there's not strong enough boundaries there. I... And, <laughs> but I don't know. I do that disclaimer sometimes when I'm talking to certain family members. I'll be like, okay, look, I'm going to tell you something, but don't tell nobody. I or... do too. <laughs> but then I know, like, y'all done told somebody. Like, and that's where. <laughs> Yes, and it's like okay. Well, how does somebody else know? But well, they and then they go into well, they might have heard because I had something out, or I had just been saying something like that. And they asked me like it's it's so much room for error when it comes to doing stuff for your family and saying no or being around them. Yes, family takes advantage of the worst. Friends, friends are a little bit different because. You know, you can you can make up some BS for them and they'll be okay. They don't need to know. Like if I called you and said, Hey Shakira, can you drop me off at the store? Can you come pick me up and take me to the store real quick? Uh nah, I can't because I'm at work. Well, I don't know what your schedule is. You can lie to me. <laughs> you know? If you yeah. ask a family member, Oh, Shakira, can I take can you take me to the store real quick? Well, no, I'm at work. Well, you know, yo, your aunt said that you you don't work on the weekends. <laughs> then you gotta start lying about overtime and stuff. I feel that. So, okay, so if someone's always asking you for something, whether it's family member, friend, whoever, do you feel like those connections are genuine? Like, do you cut them off? Do you get some distance? Do you tell them about the like how you're feeling? Okay, no, you don't tell them how you're feeling because if you do that, then I mean it's still family. Like it's gonna you said family, right? Family or friends, whoever. I mean, you it's you really can't tell anybody anything without them feeling some type of way. You can't tell your friend that because your friend's gonna go tell your other friends. You're acting funny, and <laughs> <laughs> then everybody's got a problem with you. Um, you can't tell your family that because somebody's going to get on your line. It doesn't, you know, they're going to go tell somebody else, and then they're going to get on your line and say, well, you know you were wrong because this, that, and the third. And it's like, well, what, what do you do? Do you keep getting taken advantage of? Because that's what it is, it, taking advantage of. <laughs> <laughs> What it all boils down to. Yeah, get taken advantage of. So, 
I don't know. I guess you just got to always play busy and and I, and that you're bored. You're broke. I'm poor and busy. I don't have it. <laughs> I mean, sorry. I'm poor. I'm at work. <laughs> I'm trying to get some money myself. <laughs> That's how you have to treat people. Because when you like think about it, when you even say like, okay, I got a, you got a good job making some making some money. That does not necessarily mean you're not poor. Right. Like you don't have it. And family, I feel like sometimes doesn't understand that. Friends too. Because you may want to go out and just celebrate something good that happened in your life. Right. And I mean, it may be a, a 50 cent raise. So now you can put some extra cheese on your burger when you go out. And it's like, okay, just because I can get the extra cheeseburger doesn't mean I can get the chicken strip basket too. Right. And I feel like people don't understand those type of things. Um, so how do you how do you say no to people? I say no. I, I mean, <laughs> dude, no. I mean, I mean, by now, like, I think my family's kind of like starting to understand that I'm I'm really not. I really am and not gonna go for it anymore. But like, um. I I kind of like try and say it as nice as I can. Like if someone were to ask, like, um, oh, can I have like fifty dollars? See, and, wait a minute. Let me stop you there because there's a big difference between can I have and can I borrow. There's and a big like, difference. I feel like we lose that sometimes. No, because <laughs> I mean, and and that's that's crazy that you said that because I mean hopefully they don't like get mad at me but you know someone had asked me the other day like can I borrow and she she stopped herself in the middle and said no can I have and that is a big difference like family typically you usually don't pay them back like it's just you know that's what it is like I'm not about to ask for it back if you need it you need it but like in the like, um, for example, like again, like can I have fifty dollars? And I know I only got twenty dollars till Friday. Like I might try and give you five. Yeah, something. And it's it's crazy how we'll we'll give our last just because it's family, but then like we'll look around and not have nothing. And then yeah. where do you go? Exactly. And it's crazy that like also even if you tell them like this is my last ten dollars they're like okay thanks <laughs> yeah no like, okay I really appreciate you know and they'll re- reiterate whatever story they have going on at the time until well, next time well yeah I mean but still it's still like they'll they'll still take your last like thanks <laughs> whatever go struggle on girl I, I feel like we are really more lenient towards family members with that type of stuff because you know, we're quick if a friend, excuse me, if a friend borrows something, how quick are you to say on that Friday, like if they borrow something on Friday and then, okay, next Friday I'm going to pay you back. Who ain't up at eight o'clock in the morning on that Friday talking about something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, where's my money? Man, what you say? I should have it in my cash app. When, yes, that's it. Where's my money? And then like, you know, 
that's like business hours. That's the leniency that friends get. They get the business hours. Yeah. By the time I get up and by the time I come home from work, um, bitch better have my money. Where's my stuff? Okay. And the thing about that, does blood make it okay for them to just do what they do just because you're my family? I, I can bend the rules for you. Does that, does love equate bending the rules? Yeah, or family? It, it shouldn't, but it does because at the end of the day, everybody has a conscience and everybody has a heart. And if your family member is struggling, this is, I mean, I'm not talking about, you know, oh, girl, we fifth cousins and I need this. No, I'm talking about real family that's, your day ones and stuff like yeah you're not even if they don't pay you back i feel like that's your family it shouldn't yeah, matter yeah it shouldn't. and in your head you're like okay well if it was me they'd probably help out and they, they probably wouldn't maybe they would who knows but <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of like when you're when you're walking out and you see a, um, a homeless person on the street and they don't have teeth and everything and they're talking about they want to get something to eat and you're not sure if they're going to get something to eat something to drink or something to to shoot up but you give them that money anyway and you walk away feeling good because you're like god knows my heart like i did the right thing yeah i feel like that's how it is with family like okay well this could you know the the puppy could need the electricity and they could be about to get put out or, you know, whatever the situation. But I'm going to go ahead and give it to them because God knows my heart. And do you feel like we we do a lot of the good that we do because we feel like God's going to bless us? And in, it comes back ten, tenfold? In some ways, in some ways, like, I think that's a good motivator. But then in a lot of ways, it's just knowing that that's the right thing to do. I'm going to ask you the question again. Do you really give just knowing it's the right thing to do? Or do you feel like, do you really feel, come on, man. I mean, like I said, like, it, it's a good motivator knowing that, like, I'm doing the right thing. And eventually, like, that's going to come back as my good karma or, you know, my seed that I sowed. Um, but do you sow it the seed thinking it? Okay. Well, that's like okay. That's like that's like the people that go um donate to the homeless but they taking pictures of it. Like they're doing it oh like, my gosh. as to get as to get recognition whereas if I just give you $5 and keep walking, I'm doing it because like that's something that I wanted to do. Like it was the right thing. I, I felt like it was the right thing to do. Yes, and I'm glad you bring that up because I saw a picture of Shaquille O'Neal. He was in a, he was in a, you know, he's like a DJ and he, he has like rap and he's doing rap and all that stuff too. Um, he was in um, a store and this little boy was buying like some musical equipment because he was trying to get into the music business. So Shaq was in there and told him, you know, just get what he wants because the guy was like having trouble figuring out what he could afford and Shaq helped him out. Somebody else took a picture of them together and told the story, which was like his brother or something. But Shaq went out there with his phone, like you see these young rappers out now, handing out 
dollar bills talking about I love the kids, I love the kids, and everybody get money. I feel like your blessings come when you don't have to put a spectacle, uh, make it a spectacle. That's not word, right? A spectacle. <laughs> yeah, I did. Okay. And somebody's probably gonna tell me that I didn't, but that's fine. But <laughs> I feel like that. Seriously, I feel like God in looking at all that. When you when you're out here showboating and showing people what you've done, I don't feel like God cares about that. I feel like He's like, okay, and what you you know, it's like when you're a kid and you come home and say, "Look, I got an A on my uh on my my math test," and your parents say, "That's what you're supposed to be getting." Like, yeah, that's what they expect. So, I know. mean, yeah, and if you look at it from the other way around, like. If someone gave you, if if yo if you asked your mom to borrow fifty dollars, and all of a sudden she put it on Facebook, like, "Hey, I just borrowed my daughter fifty dollars." Like, dang, ma, like you couldn't just get that to me on the slide. <laughs> Thank you. When I tell you, I would drive to Illinois right now. <laughs> yeah, I'd be so embarrassed. <laughs> exactly. Even though, you know, they they not probably happy about the situation they in. So they don't want the whole Facebook world knowing you to donate your shoes and some clothes. <laughs> Just, well, everybody yeah. knows you poor. I'd be so right. mad. I would be so mad at my mom if she did something like that. Like, I know she wouldn't, but just thinking about it. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, just let, just let Steph, just let Steph a cool 50. Gotta bless me. You know, no. Yeah. Mom, don't you ever do that if you're listening. Um, <laughs> so, let me ask this. So, if we're sitting here, we've been sitting here for a minute talking about um, about giving and doing good and people asking us for stuff. So, why do we put so much pressure on celebrities to give their money? <laughs> Because they have so much, we feel we feel like <laughs> you have so much of it. Stop buying your yachts and enjoy and living your best life and give it all to us. Like, <laughs> I mean, in some cases, yes. Like, you can invest in building a school and doing this or building a homeless shelter or whatever else cause you want to help for. But that doesn't mean you have to. Like, it's my money. I work for it. Like, you know. It's my money and I need it now. (laughs) I mean, but, yeah, I I understand. But, so should we just stop expecting them to donate and give back? Should I mean, in a sense, maybe we, we ourselves, like, in ways that we can give back to other people. Maybe we need to start sharing ourselves more instead of always expecting someone else to save us. But, okay, no, and and that's cool too. But shouldn't we... I mean, yeah, we should look to people that have a lot of power and status, but, like, once people get money or sometimes they just... I don't want to say they different. They just more themselves or more, you know. Well, it's it's just weird that we want 
once they get that money, we're like, okay, well, what about this charity? What about this charity? Yeah. We're never asking these people to donate their time because there are other resources bes- besides money that celebrities and even us can do. And I'll be honest, I haven't been in a in a place where I helped homeless in a, in a while. Like, I'm talking about some years. I ain't even gonna lie. But, so who am I to look at celebrities and get mad at them because I feel like they're not giving enough of their money but I guess I can kind of think about it like this too because that money they wouldn't have that money if it wasn't for people like me so you should be helping the people that gave you the money that you have that's true too I mean I mean yeah like it is a little bit of self or sacrifice like Instead of buying that diamond ring or whatever you was going to buy, like, okay, I'm going to invest in in this for the community. Something that's going to help the community and give back to y'all since y'all helped me get where I'm at. Can I be honest? I don't think we do enough um, to give back to the community. We don't do enough in the Brown community to build generational wealth. Like, uh, for example, on the shade room, there's they're put, like trying to start the, the black owned uh, grocery store. I have never heard a celebrity talk about, hey, you know what? I got all these millions of dollars. I'm gonna make a black owned grocery store, or a brown owned, or a, I mean, even it's all brown, but even like. Hispanics and excuse me uh, people from the Middle East they don't have grocery stores why don't we have grocery stores I think another big thing of it is like they haven't been through the struggle that we've like okay yes some of them have and maybe that's why they like like with Chance the Rapper and he's doing all this stuff for the community but some of them like they've been to the grocery store in the ghetto where they ain't got certain foods or the foods are all old or something like that like so it's people that have been in that type of situation that's like okay you know what let me see now that I'm where I'm at maybe I can make these grocery stores better and fix the problem yeah but you talk about like how many people is in the United States like I don't even know. It's so many. You you tell me that not one, not one brown person. They interested in buying rings and cars <laughs> and hoes. <laughs> like, no, we're not thinking about oh the gosh. people. Thank you for your money. <laughs> Got mad, didn't you? You good? <laughs> I um. No, you're fine. I just, I don't know. I just feel like things are just weird to me. I had a thought and I I completely lost my thought. But also, I don't feel like, okay, that's all they're due. Like, I know there's probably a lot of pressure for them to take care of their family. Yeah, but, you know, taking care of your family doesn't mean going 
crazy and spending damn near everything you have to take care of your family. Taking care of family is getting them a nice, reliable car, paying them off, getting them a nice house. They don't have, and this has always been my thing. You know, you're not little Wayne. You don't have, need to have 10 bathrooms you can shit all day. Like, <laughs> go shit in your one toilet. Trust me, it's fine. It's cool. That's what all the cool people are doing. One toilet, and they can live comfortably where they don't have any debt. I'm with that. But we don't do that. We don't build generational wealth at all. There's That's a, very true, though. There's nothing like, yeah, that house, it can it can be here. And then when they die, okay, what happens to it? Gosh, who knows? There's nothing to pass down. Exactly. Like, we buy so much. We're so interested in buying Gucci belts and shoes and rings and diamonds and stuff where we don't leave our legacy. Like, we don't have anything to leave behind with our children. I mean, we could leave our belts and our shoes. But really, what is that going to help them? Like, we don't have we don't have trust funds for our kids. Nope. Like, but again, that's I think that's how we were conditioned. Like, we weren't conditioned to do stuff like that. Mm. So, how how do we stop the narrative? Like, how do we recreate history where we're doing stuff like that? I want to see some. I want to see some like real estate go where we start owning some stuff. We're on monopoly boards. Exactly. Like there. we can we can recreate our own hoods. Like we can buy up the hoods. We can make them better. I mean, instead of gentrifying and. And trying to make it upscale and sell it to other people, we can try and better our community. Like, but yeah, exactly. So. No, and that's what I—that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Like we, if if people who do acquire money instead of putting in money to seven, eight million dollar houses, if they put that money into communities. And then, I mean, I, I'm not saying make it low-income communities because that's how problems start anyway. But make it affordable housing. We could get somewhere. Exactly. I don't know how we got there, but let's let's in there. <laughs> so yeah. So I guess the bottom line for me on that is um, just learn how to say no. You know what you got, and how Steve Harvey said it the best if um if you didn't have me what would you do so yeah that's how the mindset needs to be to say no if you don't have me then what would you do yeah word okay what's up next uh so we're gonna hop into our topic um and it actually kind of went good with our brown bag talk um and it is basically it's my dollar and i'll spend where i want to so we're going to be talking about just because our, our brown entrepreneurs we do a lot of brown community stuff on this show so um do we automatically need to support brown people because we're brown too Okay, so like, are we getting our Issa Rae on? Like, I'm 
I'm going for everybody black, rooting for everybody black, brown. <laughs> I mean, I definitely am like <laughs> pro brown just because that's who I am, but I'm also not for a lot of the crap that we that we be trying to like slide by. Elaborate. Um. So we've grown up. We go to many stores. Typically, a lot of them are opened up by their corporations. Um, they're owned by Caucasian people. We have certain type of customer service. We have a certain type of look. Um, just a certain type of just just interactions and things like that. So sometimes when you go to brown businesses, you get the attitude. I I kid you not. I went to Pizza Hut. It was in the hood. <laughs> I, I always say this, like, you can have a a business, a corporate business, but just because you have a corporate business don't mean the people in it are going to act corporate. Mm-hmm. But Except but at, keep... except at Chick-fil-A. Yes, there. <laughs> Only one. Only exception. <laughs> <laughs> but I went to Pizza Hut, and I was standing in line, and the girl answered the phone, and she said, Pizza Hut, how may I help you? And the person must have asked, like, are there any specials or anything going on? And she said, we got the same thing we've been having for a while now. So what do you want? Oh, my and, gosh. And it's stuff like that where it's like, hey, I don't have to give you my money and tolerate this. I don't have to tolerate this at all. Like, so it's certain it's certain stuff like that where it's like, I want to support us. But sometimes we get in our own way. And I don't know if that's a moment where you can be like, hey, this is how you lose customers and make this a teachable moment. Or do you just not even bother with it? Like, uh-uh. Well, you that's gotta, your problem. You got to look at it both ways. If it's Jimmy who calls up every week and orders the same thing and they got caller ID at this Pizza Hut, I can understand sis's frustration. I've had that happen to me when I used to work at a buffet Um Back in like high school, I was having a bad day, and this little old lady was walking around, and she asked me, "Stop me! Like I'm carrying something hot," and said, "Excuse me, do we? Do you have any corn here?" And I said, "Look around. Do you see corn?" <laughs> I kid you not. I said, "I guess we don't have any today." And went on about my merry way. But okay. Seriously, if if you were somebody and you asked, do you have any corn and you received that response, would you want to give someone your money or would you be like, what the fuck is her problem? Like, dang, throw the corn in her face. I mean, there was no corn on the line, so she had no corn to throw. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I get it when you want to take your dollar elsewhere, but... We got to support our own, right? We have to support our own. And yes, it's very teachable moments. And, but it's also like, this is a business. And in the business, I do expect certain type of treatment. Like, yes, maybe you, hey, maybe I have amnesia or Alzheimer's. I might forget. I don't know what the specials are. It might have changed. I expect you to be nice. 
But if you call in every day and I like care. pizza hut, I pizza forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I'm sorry. That's how you get your food. I don't. I don't recall calling my grandma. And I mean, am I in the defense of that? Like my grandmother has Alzheimer's, and yeah, it might be frustrating, but that's still a a person that's trying to give you some money at your business. At the end of the day, this is a business. If it's just your personal stuff and you don't really care, well, then it don't matter. But if you want business, you have like. There, there's just a certain way I expect to be treated. And I'm, I might tell you that and give you a few times, but I'm not about to just continuously let you just talk to me crazy. Like, you crazy? No. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. So you walk into the pizza. You walk. Okay. There's two pizza huts. There's a brown owned pizza hut and there's a Caucasian owned pizza hut. Now, you walk into the Caucasian-owned Pizza Hut, and everybody's wearing Gucci sweaters with the, uh, with the little red mouth around them, and it's all black. And they say, hello, welcome to Pizza Hut. May I take your order? Or you walk into the brown Pizza Hut, and you got the little attitude talking about the specials and the same specials every day. What Pizza Hut you spending your dollar at? Well, first off, I would have I would have tried the brown Pizza Hut anyways, and like what? <laughs> depending, I would have went to the brown old Pizza Hut first because like that's that would have been my first preference, and depending on how much attitude, I don't know. I probably would have went to Taco Bell. Like, forget it. <laughs> Neither Bell. one of y'all get my money. I'll make my own food. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, oh my gosh. I, I wanna I automatically wanna support you and hype you up because this is who I am, this is who you are. I wanna see you grow, I wanna see you do good, I wanna keep money in our community. But I also don't expect to be trampled over or just I don't know, like like I wanna feel good leaving your business. Like I wanna feel like I wanna come back. Yeah, but let's let's keep it all the way above. Like we, especially today, we feel like we have to support brown-owned businesses because that's the, you know, being brown is in, quote-unquote, in these days. We have to support the brown-owned businesses. So doing in doing that, we have to accept half half stuff. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to say that, and yes, like, I know there's room for growth. There's always going to be a lot of room for growth. But there's some things that's just going to be intolerable. Okay, so so and we're saying I, so we're saying just I'm sorry. We're saying just because it's a brown-owned business will accept some half some half ass stuff. We'll bleep it out. We'll accept some half ass aside from going to a Caucasian-owned business where it's it's already an established brand and we know the customer service is going to be 100% good even though we're giving our dollar to the man i think it's more about trying to build ourselves up like if you were a starting entrepreneur what kind of and you've never had a business sometimes like your own personality 
gonna slip out and whether that's good or bad like you might want that same type of patience and compassion for your business as it grows okay so do we think that I don't know I just don't get how everything was built on our like we say that the brown dollar is very powerful but we can't sit here and pretend like you know Caucasians don't get a little spicy too. With there's the- a there's a difference between walking into a store and the owner is nowhere to be found. He's on a beach somewhere, and we're just talking to people that work there mm-hmm. rather than someone that owns that business and they're putting in their time. Mm-hmm. Like we're giving, we're directly giving our money to them. We see them. We know how they act. Whereas we're giving our money to a business. We don't know where he at. He on the beach somewhere. His kids go to school in, in Portland. Like, <laughs> Well, why does he have to be on the beach? What if it's a, it's a Caucasian business owner? They're an entrepreneur. They just starting out. I mean, and you, you, can, you can tell when that is. Like, and, and I'm not going to say, like, no, I'm not going to support. Like, I love, I support a lot of different types of businesses and cultures, but you, you kind of know the difference between someone that's been established and, and they've like a corporation or they, they got their business rather than someone that's like, okay, they're a small business. Yeah. They, they've been here for a few years. They do this themselves. Yeah. And no, and I'm not saying that you, you know, like you're anti the man or anything like that I mean I've been online and I I love seeing entrepreneurs and whatnot on Instagram and doing different things with because with everything and I've seen some Caucasian stuff that I actually like but what drives me nowadays I'm going straight to the comments because I can't be the only one that's that's trying to buy something I gotta hear what you you know somebody else's experience you know for the longest time I thought Fashion Nova was like brown owned and it's not oh wow yeah well i I, I guess i never really thought about it at first i mean i did because like like i said brown is the new thing it's always posted everywhere all the celebs are wearing it i just assumed it was brown owned and it's not brown owned i feel it and actually i think a man owns it Oh wow! Yeah, it's uh, but sorry, I'm going off topic. Anyway, so do okay. So if it's the same product, do I need to support you because you look you look like me? Um, I. I say you support where you feel like you want to go back to that business. If it's the if it's the same exact product, go to the place that makes you happier. That le- make that you want to go back and give your money to them. I feel that because today, and this is like, I I get off topic sometimes. There's some um, vitamins that I've been buying from Target or Target, and um. I was at Kroger today, and there were some similar tablets, but but they didn't look the same. Like, they were cheaper. 
one was eight. Okay, Kroger was eight dollars, and then Target was twenty. And even though I don't want to spend that twenty dollars, I'm gonna go back to car- Target. That had nothing to do with what we were talking about, but it kind of made me feel good when I started talking about it. And then when I got halfway <laughs> through, I was like, you know what? This makes no sense. Um, no, it's cool. I'm gonna root. I'm gonna root Brown as long as I can. Um, I love. I love seeing everybody win, and I'm more for small business these days versus the big guys. I'm not gonna trust. I'm not gonna trust any pills. So you know, don't hit me up talking about some. Oh, I got this great, this great medicine. No, I'm not gonna trust that. But as far as like my clothing and my hair care and everything else, I want to support small businesses because I don't. I think this is the generation to break the forty forty rule. 40, 40, 40. Is it 40, 40, 40? Where you work for 40 years and you give... Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think this is going to be the generation to break it because somebody posted on Facebook talking about, um, okay, I guess everybody has a business now and put like the rolly eyes. Like, sis, you should want a <laughs> business too. Like, why are you, you know? Yeah. What's I mean, wrong with that? And not everyone is made to have their own business, but like, shoot, would you rather put money in your sister's pocket or someone someone else's? Like, it's your community, right? But then, what's going on with that dollar? I don't want to. I don't want to give you a dollar, and then you you on Facebook next year after I didn't gave you like tens of thousands of dollars, and you on Facebook with your red bottoms and your new. <laughs> And your new Mercedes talking about um talking about all the shit paid for. Yeah, I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a I'm sorry, I'm gonna have a problem with that. Would you have a problem with that? Like if I started a business and you supported me like, yeah, you know, check out check out Steph or whatever and then next year I'm talking about, yeah, all this shit paid in full. You know, and have like a little rap line. Wouldn't you feel some type of way? Like you ain't did nothing with that money. That's what you got to do. I mean in a way, I mean, I <laughs> hope they would try and make the business, like, keep growing the business, making, like, improvements, like, just, like, how Facebook make updates and add in these little enhancements. Like, I hope they would be, like, giving some, giving some back to customers of the business, but if, as for them in their personal life, like, your business doing good. That's what's up. <laughs> okay, but the business doing good, but... And I haven't done anything else for anybody else. No thank you for the fans. No nothing. This, I'm sorry, the supporters of the business. No nothing. I mean, if that truly makes someone feel away, they don't have to support no more. Show dollar, you can support where you want to. Oh, oh okay. All right, go ahead and tag that, that <laughs> line. But does that make you a hater, though? Slick. <laughs> I don't like you today. I don't Just like saying. you. <laughs> oh I my mean, gosh. I could. I mean, I guess I would want a little thank you, like. But shoot, when? How often does Walmart send you a thank you card? Like, um, they don't, but they do have the little like on the receipts where you can enter and win gift cards, but. Who's, who says he don't have a coupon card where he has 
come five visits and get a percentage off. Like Walmart's never doing that. They, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. As for like, what if that other business was doing that? Oh, that would. I mean, and, but, I mean, they still flexing and whatever, but they work hard too. No, sometimes I think that's kind of s- stupid. Like. <laughs> First off, when you get the little cards, you be all excited, like, yeah, okay, yeah, you know, come, come ten times, the the next time is free, yeah, okay. <laughs> How many times do you actually come ten times? Yeah, I mean, it's a good try. Yeah, because you, you be you be motivated for the good like four or five times, and then after that, you lose the card, like, girl. <laughs> my mom, like, we used to go like to Play-Dohs. I love Play-Dohs Closet. And she'd keep the cards because when I came to town, I'd want to go. Mm-hmm. And she'd have like five, six cards, and they have to combine them to one card. And then some person should have a card. Like, it's. You're not going to keep them little cards. And they bank on you not keeping them cards. Yeah. So you can come, you got to start all over again to get your 10% off. And 10%. <laughs> 10% really ain't nothing when you're in Play Doh's. Yeah, I feel you. So, yeah, I, they should, they should, like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, the cards, they could find a better way to do it, but that's, that's a good, a good try. <laughs> you got us for four or five times. Right. Okay, so let's, we can, we can kind of wrap it here. So, how do we, break the cycle do do you have to support your brown person you don't have to support your brown person but just how like you see so many new entrepreneurs like you've never seen this many brown entrepreneurs Mm -mm. like this many brown businesses like this is we're growing and in the beginning we're gonna have some some stuff that we don't like but also like if you believe in the product you believe in the business or the person or whatever like you're gonna try and support you're gonna try and help them get better so that they don't keep making the mistakes like I'm not I'm yeah I might let it slide once or two or a few times but eventually I'm gonna feel like I need to say something or I'm gonna have to go somewhere else one of the two gonna happen so if I say something and I'm saying something and I'm saying something and it's not getting better, like eventually maybe yeah, I'll just take my business somewhere else. But I do want to try and at least try. I can agree with that, but I also and I also think that um we as brown people already have a negative stereotype against us. Like, I'm not going to name the business, but I've heard of a business. Um, I had a friend personally who was going there just to support it because it was a brown-owned business. And when she went, the business was closed. Like, not closed like, okay, it shut down, but closed like, okay, they didn't left for the day to go do something, but they'll be back here in a minute. Like, yeah, that's crazy to me. Like, you're a professional. You're not doing stuff out the house. You're you're a professional and I also think that we as brown people need to need to get into more of um 
more of doing things outside of our house. And when I say that, there are so many grants and loans that you can get for small businesses. And I know this, the stigma is black people have bad credit, but it's grants that you can write and it just takes time and effort where you're not doing stuff out of your house. I feel like when I'm me personally, I'm more committed to give you a try when you're not, when it's, when it seems professional and when I have, when it looks professional to me, otherwise just because you're brown, I can't give you, I, I can't necessarily give you my dollar. I mean, and yeah, I still expect a certain amount of customer service and I want the product to be good and stuff like that. Like, Well, not just the product, like the atmosphere too. I can't just give you my dollar because, you know, you hit the hot comb on the, on the stove and pressed my hair out. Like I'd want something like my my hairdresser is uh is brown i just want to point that out before somebody jumped down my throat um but i i expect i shouldn't i shouldn't feel like i have to accept less just because it's a brown person doing it is what i'm trying to say i feel like it should be it should be on the same token if not better than the counterpart that uh of me so, going to Caucasian business. So you're more like okay, so it's you're more like I wanna come to your business more so when you're actually in your studio rather than in your kitchen. I feel like I feel like you shouldn't you shouldn't be pan, panhandling to the community until you're in until you're in a professional playing field. I don't. I feel like that's experimental stuff that you do on your friends and your family only because you expect you can't there's no way you can expect me to come to your house and get my hair done and pay without paying a shop. I feel like that's bullshit. I feel like it if we're going to be, e- if we want to be even, we have to be even on all playing fields. And it's not fair. My, my brown dollar shouldn't, shouldn't match a salon dollar because I'm going to your house and because you're brown. If okay. that's the case, if that's the case, I'll take my brown dollar to the brown girl or guy. Cause you know, I'm not funny like that in the salon. Why am I taking my brown dollar to you? So how many times have you sat in someone's house and gotten a sewing? A couple times because I was poor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, never mind. Wait, I'm poor and I'm cheap. So, yeah, I've done it. But but honestly, it's because the prices were a lot lower. Ain't no way in, in God's holy grail. Like, you'll come to me talking about $200 would be my sewing. Come to my house, apartment A3. <laughs> Sis, no. Like, <laughs> I feel it. Oh, I'm sorry. And bring your own hair. <laughs> Absolutely not. I can feel it. No, it's we have to if we're gonna if we're gonna play ball, we need to play ball and come dress to play. Don't don't think you can get a pass for and this is just me speaking. Don't think you can get a pass for me just because we can wear the same cover girl foundation. Um 
I I need it to be. I need it to be where it needs to be, and point blank period. That's just it. I can feel that. Yeah. Do you got a closing statement for this? Anything? Um, I'm good. I mean, I think we had a good combo, and I can we can wrap it up with that. I'm with it. It's pretty spicy. Well, guys, look. This is the Basically Brown Podcast. My name is Stephanie. And I'm Shakira. And guys, if you want to get in on the conversation, want to talk to us, make sure you hit us up, Basically Brown Podcast on Instagram, the Basically Brown Podcast at gmail.com. Um, sis, get up off the ground. Quit getting on your knees proposing to these dusty dudes. And um, we out. We out. All right. I'll see you. All right. Bye.